Hey guys, it's me, Dr. Katz. Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Dr. Laura. Let's talk a little bit about February. You know, February is American Heart Month. I know, we're forgetting all these regular, nationally and annually recognized things because we're all so caught up with the pandemic and all its distractors and unhealthiness and stressors that we're just forgetting about all the basics, I feel like, lately. So let's let's refresh a little bit. So February, like I said, is American Heart Month. Did you know that according to the CDC, one in every five female deaths is related to heart disease? This makes heart disease the leading cause of death in women. Not cancer, not COVID, not any of the other stuff that's going on right now. Heart disease. So American Heart Association has calculated that cardiovascular disease accounted for the highest percentage of total deaths for all subgroups of women. And this is according to, you know, the 2018 statistics, and guess what? It's still the same. So, you know, what, what, can, what can we do about heart health, right? I mean, we, we think classically that heart disease, you know, we normally think of men, right? But again, like I said, it's the leading cause of death for women in the United States. So what are some of the four key categories that um, are related to maintaining good heart health? Well, one is eating a good heart-healthy diet, right? So you really want to look at those food labels. They can help you make healthier choices. So you want to choose the ones that are low salt or low sodium. You want to limit foods that are high in trans fat because too much trans fat, definitely a heart attack risk increase. You want to cut back on sugar. Remember, when you're looking at a label, you don't just want to look for sugar. You also want to look for glucose or fructose or sucrose or high fructose corn syrup, right? You want to avoid all those things. Now, second category of important tips for heart health is you want to get a handle on your health conditions. You want to control your diabetes if you have it. Control your high blood pressure if you have it. Control your high cholesterol if you have it. Um, There is a booklet that you can download on the FDA website that is specifically about uh, medicines for diabetes or high blood pressure. The website I have posted on my Facebook page, Laurie Cotts MDPC, but it's an FDA website that's all about women's heart health. So continuing on the note of, you know, managing your health conditions, I mean, take your medicines as directed. Don't just stop medicines on your own. You know, talk with your doctor first. Make sure they're okay with that before you just go making decisions on your own. And also, too, you know, in terms of trying to help you keep up with your medicines, you know, there are always some less costly generics that are safe and effective alternatives to brand names. If you can't afford the brand names, you know, talk talk with your doctor about that. If you've got diabetes, like I said, let's keep that under control. Let's check your blood sugar level. Let's aim for a hemoglobin A1C below 7. Um, you know, if you're confused about heart health or how everything works together, talk to your doctor. So let's look at the third category of good heart health tips, right? Daily use of aspirin that everybody tells us about all the time. It's not actually right for everyone. Now, has daily use of aspirin been shown to help prevent heart attacks or stroke? Yes, but not everybody is a good candidate for that. For example, if you have a bleeding disorder or if you've got von Willebrand's or if you've got a platelet issue, 
Or if you've got a history of GI ulcers or ulcerative colitis, okay, you can't be the one that takes aspirin every day. So you want to ask your doctor about that before you just start taking it. And ask them how much and ask them how often. Most places will recommend like a baby aspirin a day. So that's your 81 milligram gross orange chewable St. Joseph's. Or sometimes you get lucky and you can find it in tablet form too. Um, Make sure though... When you're taking that daily aspirin, it's just the aspirin, not a product containing aspirin. Because some of those products that are out there that have aspirin as part of their combination, all those other ingredients are not meant for long-term daily use. You know, make sure before you start something like a daily aspirin, you talk to your doctor about all the supplements that you take. Because there are certain supplements that can increase your risk of bleeding if you take aspirin in combination with them. Same thing for certain medicines. Okay? So then, fourth category know the signs of a heart attack. They can be different for women, right? So you could get the heavy ache in your chest or back between your shoulder blades as opposed to that classic substernal or down your arm. You could have sharp pains in your upper body, not something usual that we talk about for men. You could have shortness of breath. You could break out in the clams in a cold sweat. You could just be more tired than usual. You could feel dizzy or lightheaded. You could feel sick to your stomach. I mean, the most common symptom of a heart attack for men and women is the chest discomfort, but you can have a heart attack without having any chest pain or pressure. Women are way more likely to have symptoms like jaw pain, back pain, indigestion, you know, shortness of breath, nausea. Those are the kind of symptoms that women get. So that it makes it harder to pick up on. So something to be aware of, right? Well... That's my little summary on heart health in women and our top four tip categories for how to stay healthy. But, you know, the bottom line of all of it is stay aware. Stay aware of your body. Keep in good connection with your doctor. Find a doctor that you trust to answer your questions and to make things clear to you. And above all, like I always say, be an advocate for your own health. Have a great day, everybody.